Welcome to the Everyday Church Podcast. It's a show designed to talk about how God can use small church, ordinary church, everyday church. Your hosts are Barry Littleford and Jordan Dorsey, two small-time pastors who think about this stuff a lot. And we welcome you to today's show. Well, good evening, good morning, uh, good afternoon, uh, whatever is in your life right at this second. We want to welcome you to this wonderful day, evening, morning, afternoon. <laughs> Period of time. <laughs> Period of time. <laughs> Whatever you're listening to this, it's great to have you along. Great to be here for episode number 27. 27. Now, I was listening to another podcast because I listened to a few, and they say that most podcasts don't get past 10. Yes, we did it. So we've doubled up, nearly tripled up. Dude. So we are carving it up. We are legit. <laughs> There's other podcasts out there thinking, man, they're creeping. They're, they're creeping. They're, they're getting up there. Yeah, yeah. You'd be worried. We're getting close to 50. That's a while away. <laughs> it is a while away. <laughs> and But no, look, uh, seriously, love to do it. We had a week off last week because you are, were really, really ill. Had some had some bad noodle soup. And, <laughs> just and nobody needs bad noodle soup. Bad noodle soup, is, it gives you a bad weekend. And I had a, I had a shocker. So, missed it though. I missed podcasting. It, it, you it, did? I just, uh, I've been itching to get back. I messaged you today and said, you know what? I'm busting. Okay. I'm ready. And it's usually me just hounding. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited to get back because I feel like what we've been discussing lately, at least for me, has been good. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a good conversation um, and I feel like God's bringing out some good stuff. And I think today it's going to be good just for us to kind of hone in on a few things that we've been talking about mm. and to maybe dig a little bit deeper. Well, I like digging deeper. Let's do it then. Are you ready? Let's, let's jump in with both feet. And a spade. <laughs> let's go for it. Anyway, what we're going to talk about today um, has come out of uh, kind of God whacking me over the head saying, what are you doing? And I love it when God whacks you over the head, personally. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a lot of fun. It's how God relates to me. He says, Jordan, I've already taught you this lesson. You've, you already know this. Why am I teaching you this again? And and the real, what, what was happening for me was that um, as my role as the pastor of this church continues to develop and increase, mm. um, which is a joy, I'm yeah. really enjoying um, the formation that, that's happening for me personally in this role. And they're a great bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> I cu- couldn't ask for a, fr- a friendlier bunch of people. Um, really, really are quite gospel-minded, mm. um, and it's we're work, we're paving a way into the future. Yeah, yeah. And um, as we're doing that, my schedule is getting busier and busier and busy, and it's a good busy. Yep. It's a healthy busy. I'm keeping check of my energy, like we've always discussed. I've got a clear vision in mind. I'm talking with people. I've got myself some mentors and a support system. All things that we've discussed. Uh, which is all, all all well and good, and you can go back to other episodes and touch on those topics so, yourself. So, so what, what's God whacking you over the head with then? I was building up to oh, it, Oh, sorry, I man. was building this great story. Anyway, yeah. what was happening is I caught myself um, before one of my ministry groups and realized that I was ticking every box on my little to-do list on my phone, and on my list there was no room for prayer. Mm. I had not put a spot on my to-do list of all these practical things to do, and I hadn't put prayer on there. And I just felt God and because I was sitting back in this chair thinking, Good, I've got twenty minutes just to just to kind of rest. Chill, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put my feet up. And I just uh, felt God say, You fool. 
you, you've forgotten the most important thing. And even when you're free, you're not thinking about it because it's not on your list. Mm. And it's prayer. It's this. And I realized that what God was reminding me of is that I'm a pastor and I, I'm called to lead people spiritually. And it's very easy when we get busy and we look at things only in a practical sense that we can lose the spirituality that really is our oxygen. It's, it's, the, it's the way in which we are effective in our role. Mm. You can be a good practitioner. You can really be quite successful in what you do. But if you're not spiritual, really there's no, there's no power to your punch at all. Well, really, un- unless, unless God does the work, mm. our, our role in it is really quite small. I mean, yeah. we can stand up and we can preach and we can... Uh, comfort people when they're going through stuff. Mm. But really, the really difficult jobs are all God's jobs. Mm, mm. And when we try and take them ourselves and do them, we get into trouble. I think we've talked about that in the past. Mm. But um, you're right. I mean, we are first and foremost called to be spiritual leaders. Mm. And um, we're called to bring uh, our fellowships, our communities before God constantly Mm. and ask God to do a work. Yeah. And God's been challenging me with this uh, as I moved church too. And, yeah. and one of the things I used to do in my old church, I used to go into a side room with a group of people and, and have a bit of a prayer before the service, which is great. And my mm. new church has that as well. But I really sensed that God said, no, 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 go into your office okay, and, and spend f- at least 15 minutes just asking me to move yeah. within the life of the service. So now I, I rock up there and... You know, for a 15, 20 minutes, uh, I'll, I'll just lock myself away because I don't, I don't want to be with other people praying. I just yeah. want to lock you into it and say, God, I want you to move in there. There's people still praying elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. I just want you to move in the service. Can you change your life today? Can someone respond to your gospel? Yeah, wow. And, and I think that's just a really important lesson for me is, is that I can preach the greatest sermon mm. but if god's not in it yeah then it's great words and everybody pats you on the back but nobody's life has changed yeah yeah i can preach a terrible sermon and god be in it <laughs> and everybody yeah. go you know god spoke to me god mm. did a work and if you've been preaching for any length of time you know you have no control over what people hear you saying yeah and the only way that you can uh, see a great outcome is to ask God to step in and do something with it. And that's it. And isn't that fascinating? We, we're gifted in, in our role. That's kind of why we are leaders. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're, we're exclusive or, or better than other people, but everyone is gifted. And it's easy to get comfortable in your gifting and forget that that gift is empowered by the Holy Spirit. That's right. So if you're a pastor and you're a good communicator, you know that you can whack together a sermon and it can sound okay. But it's not, it, it, nothing in that sermon has substance unless it's backed by the Spirit of God. And I think that is is a trap. We've been talking about um, on this podcast recently about this whole idea that we're called to be focused people, focused leaders on what is, uh, what is God's calling for our church and for our leadership and where are the distractions. And what a sly distraction it is to be writing a, a gospel message for your Sunday service but you forget to back it in prayer. Mm. You forget to pray about it and say, God, I invite you to move in this. I, I am open for you to navigate this sermon this way. I want you to touch hearts in this way. 
you know, because God wants our hearts to be aligned with His, and His hearts are always going to want to see people come to know Him mm. and and fall in love with Him in a deeper way. But we have been deceived in that regard because we think that we can write a sermon on our own merit, or maybe we can lead a study without actually studying ourselves, or, or whatever it might be. When we fail to bring it to God in prayer, when we fail to exercise our spiritual disciplines, we're really we're coming into into our ministry with with nothing in the tank. Yeah, that's right. And I think that there's there's two aspects of this where it's really easy to um, to let down your guard and to yeah. drop it. Uh, one of them is is that you can be praying just for yourself mm. and not asking big enough stuff um, from God for the church. Yeah, yeah. Or I think you can pray all about the church mm, and, and, not, be a, and wow. not be asking God to transform yourself. And so for me, I've been really sensing God say, I actually want you to have two prayer times a day, Barry. Mm. One that's all about you. Wow, yeah. And, and one that's about your church. Now, I don't, I, I don't always make two, I've got to <laughs> admit. Uh, you know, and I try and get one. But God really wanted me to separate it out because... Uh, I don't know about you and your prayer times, but sometimes when I'm praying, I just go into sermon mode. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. I just feel the, the Spirit coming in and talking to me about the mm. sermon, and I forget about yeah, praying yeah. about my intimacy with God. Mm. And so God's really challenged me to separate them out. Yeah, and to have wow. one focus just on the church and what the church is doing, and one focus just on me. Wow. So I don't forget. Uh, and that I lock in and zone in and focus in on the different prayer mm. times, you know, and the different keys for the different prayer times. Because mm. I get distracted by one or the other. Yeah, yeah. So it'll either be all about me or it'll be all about the church. Mm. So God's trying to focus me on saying, well, let's let's have two prayer times here, Barry. Yeah, well, that's Which, great. Well, it is, but it takes some work. Yeah, I could <laughs> I imagine. I could book out a couple of times yeah. in my day yeah. to do that. And, 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 you know, it's, it's fascinating that the people I've been talking to recently, this is the topic. I don't know whether it's just my circle of, yeah, of, of, of people or not, but this is the thing. It's, it's this, they're feeling this call of the Spirit to delve deeper into their spirituality. I was talking to someone today. I'm going to give them a shout out to see if they listen to this podcast. <laughs> I was talking to Tim, your son. My son. Your son, my, my, my brother-in-law. Well, that's true. You know, that's and, true. I, and, I, and I was talking to him and he was saying to me, that he felt the Spirit say to him, you need to get up in the morning before the sun gets up. You're going to watch the sun rise and you're going to walk and you're going to pray. And he's been doing it. Right. And, he, and he just felt the Spirit say, now is the time for you to take the hours that you would normally sleep in and you give them to me. Mm. And I said to him, dude, that is, that is ridiculous. God has been saying something similar, less about the walking. <laughs> I'm not fitness-minded and God knows that. Well, you know? neither is Tim. <laughs> Let's call it for what it is. More, more than me. More oh, than that's me. true. Yeah. And, and I, I felt the call to sit in my prayer recliner. <laughs> <laughs> and ponder the softness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. But it was fascinating that as he was sharing what God was talking to him about, I just sensed that... God was saying the same to me, and it sounds like he's kind of saying the same thing to you yeah, to an sure. extent. That idea of you need to carve out some significant time yep. because we, we, we're doing a lot. You know, yep. you probably more than Tim and myself combined, you're doing a lot of work, and it's easy to forget the spirituality behind it. And I, the other day, was just gobsmacked. I woke up at six, and I didn't want to, but I just, I did. And I sat, and I prayed, and I thought, man, I, I have 
done so much this morning and it's eight o'clock. <laughs> and I just didn't understand and how many hours there were in the day. <laughs> and all the morning people go, duh. Yeah. And, and all and all the uh, evening people go, you're crazy. You got up at what time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but I just couldn't believe um, that that excuse of I don't have enough time melted away. Mm. And I felt that what was happening for me was it wasn't just you need to go do this, but I felt the empowerment and the encouragement of the Holy Spirit to actually do it. I'm actually kind of enjoying waking up early. The, have you, have you done me. it more than once? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's, and it's kind of working. I wouldn't say every day. <laughs> it really depends on when I go to sleep, but I've just felt this real encouragement and and with it has come a deeper intimacy with God in my sure. prayer life. Yeah. And I just, that's what we need. Yeah. You know, I, I was sick, you know, for almost four days straight come back in on Monday, had my prayer and I had my prayer time and I'm just come back into this week thinking I am just so energized. Mm. And my sickness wasn't resting. It was it was it was <laughs> it was violent. <laughs> it was it was disturbing. You know, yeah. but but there's something that, that the spirit is doing, at least within me, that I feel I have a, a new uh, level of energy and capacity and it's exciting. And it, it came through hearing that call to devote more of my time to spiritual things and really to prioritize the practical things second and see how that my time with God, you know, and I'm, I'm sure I can just hear a pastor right now saying, you're an idiot, you're only learning this now. That's right. But it, it seems to be a lesson that you forget yep. and you learn again and you forget and you learn again. But well, I'm, yeah, it, it's just, uh, I mean, I preached a sermon on Sunday about, um, about drifting. Mm. And it's not like none of us don't want to ha- don't have a heart to want to uh, be disciplined and mm. to have a heart after God, but little choice after little choice, we can drift away. Mm. And although our heart is saying, "Yeah, I want to do this," yeah, yeah, um, you know, we allow circumstances mm. to mm. to crowd in on us and strangle us, yeah, and we drift away. And and I was talking about how. God will then call us to sacrifice something to put him back into the center again. And, yeah, and yeah. like he's called you to sacrifice sleep. Mm. Get up early, you know, yeah. Tim, get up early and um, and make it happen. Yeah. But there will always be a call of God if we're mm. going to place him back in the center where he's always meant to be and where we mm. want him to be. There will always be a call to sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, and and just what what a what an and it's been an encouragement for me, and I'm really hoping that someone listening in today, this you've you're actually starting to sense your drift, because it's not intentional. No, your, your heart is saying, "Man, I want to go deeper." You might even be outwardly proclaiming that, but you're in, you, you're just drifting, yeah. and, and and before you know it, you, you're drifting off, and your priorities change. And then all of a sudden, you, you schedule, you know, you have a free spot and that free spot isn't taken up by what you want to do. It's thinking, oh man, I, I can kick my feet up for an hour between ministries or between things. And it's in those moments we have to realize we've drifted. We need to realign ourselves again. And you're right, there is always a sacrifice in mind. Yeah, Because God, God wants to see, are you actually back in? Yeah. Do you, do you, do you really want to be in here? But the, the fruits of, of hearing what God is saying and then doing it, 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 it's just I don't know. It's powerful. It it is. We yeah. need to keep that a secret because if people <laughs> if people get that if they understand that man, this world would change. And 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 there's a couple of things that happen when we're in the sweet spot of that. Mm. Uh, w- one is is that we're constantly being refreshed. Yeah. You know that we come and we we work through stuff with God. 
we're not running out of personal energy we're gaining it which mm. is fantastic and the other thing we become bolder in what we ask god for yeah and 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 i you know if god's speaking to me about anything mm. it's actually barry pray bigger yeah like isn't that terrifying <laughs> well yes and no i mean it, it, god's made it really clear that it's my job to ask it's his job to answer it's true and so my job is not to worry about whether god's going to answer it or not mm. my job's just to ask it yeah and so he's going pray bigger Mm. You know, and, uh, you know, pray for the people on the fringe, pray them back in mm. uh, and just wait for that conversation to happen. Mm. And I'm seeing, starting to see it happen. Yeah, well. And, um, you know, and I've been working with my young adults that I've got in my church about hearing him mm. and, uh, and I'm just praying that God will mm. speak to them and ignite them and fire them up. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, I'll, and we'll just see amazing things happen. I'm, mm. I'm praying big things for the finances of the church. Yeah. I'm praying big things about um, God filling up the congregation and, the, and small groups becoming full. And, mm. and I'm just, I've just, God's just been saying, pray bigger. Pray, if yeah, you don't right. ask, you don't receive. Wow. And so ask, mm. and um, and that's what happens when you start to uh, allow allow God to regenerate you. you. Yeah, you get bolder in your conversations and bolder in your prayers. Yeah, what what an encouragement! It's really it's, it's it takes your your level of ministry to the to the level it really needs to be at. It's aligning the gifts and skills that you have naturally with the gifts and skills that you have spiritually with the you know the unmatchable power of the holy spirit kind of working in the mix you know i was sharing with somebody the other day that i just believe that the church is the most unstoppable thing you know the most unstoppable force when it knows who it is mm. you know when we as a church know who we are and i think this comes to leaders as well who we when we know that we are a child of god there is very little that god can't achieve through us and, and we need to have that kind of confidence that confidence doesn't come without being in that regular, intimate time with God. And um, yeah, I think it's powerful. I, I love the, the boldness in your prayer. I know I don't pray big enough. Mm. And when I think that I do pray big enough and I it's, start to kind of freak out, you're thinking, man, this isn't even scratching at the surface no. of what God could do. You know, you almost I, got to pray ridiculous prayers. I mean, God's asked me to pray bigger, but I know that I'm not praying. It's a safe big, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean, how big do you go? <laughs> Yeah. Because no prayer that you pray is bigger than God. It can't be. Yeah. And um, and so it's really powerful. The other thing that I think your boldness comes is actually about wearing your spirituality on your sleeve. Mm. And um, and there's a, there's a lot of um, uh, work happening at the moment on on evangelism mm. using prayer. Yeah. Okay. And so having conversations with people and then inviting them to uh, ask them if they need prayer for anything and then praying for them there and then. Wow, yeah. And uh, and you need to have that kind of, well, God, this is up to you. Yeah. This is, I can't control. All I can do is pray. I can't control what you do. Mm. And then they're seeing people come to faith as God answers wow. their prayer. But you can't do it if you go, I'll, I'll pray for you and then walk away. Mm. It, it's not the same power. But if you sit yeah. there and you go, God, this is what I want you to do. Mm. And so I, I think that as we remember who we are as the people of God, and yeah. as you said, the child of God, 
remember that God wants us to be intimate mm. uh, and that we are first and foremost called to be spiritual leaders, yeah. Yeah. not church leaders, mm. um, then I think we, we keep ourselves in a very mm. healthy place. Yeah. I think, and, that, and that's faith in a nutshell, really. There is this understanding that whether our reality or not aligns with the truth, that the, the, what, what we understand is that we as a church are called to be uh, life changers, really, within our community. And we yep. as leaders and as Christians are called to be bold. Whether we are or not doesn't actually matter. We need to know who we're supposed to be. With that confidence... I think we can achieve a lot because I think as as pastors, you know, you look at other churches and I, I do this all the time. I, I ask myself the question, Jordan, why are you following all these churches on Instagram? Is it for inspiration or actually does it dishearten you? Because I look at them and I think, man, they are just killing it. And then yeah. I look at myself and think, and we're not. And I look and I think that church is a powerhouse. We're... We're not quite there yet, but when I start to look at my church as a powerhouse, thinking that we are the church of God and anything is possible, mm. I start to see my ministry differently. And when I look at other um, far better communicators than me, far better preachers and pastors than me, I have the opportunity. Do I say to them, well, they are doing amazing and I'm not? Or do I look at myself and say, I am called, I am set apart, and I am destined to do what, what I'm doing now? And God is going to empower me along the way. Whether I'm actually meeting those goals now or not doesn't actually matter. It's who I am. Mm. And it's who the church is. And I think when we have that kind of spiritual boldness, that God can take us to that next level. And, and you know, um, Jesus says that he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Mm. And and when the gates of hell do prevail, uh, do uh, prevail and you know there are mm. churches that are closing quite a few of them mm. it's because they're not standing on the foundation mm. that Christ yeah wanted for them I can be bold enough to say that yeah it's the truth um, they, they uh, the church of God is designed to grow yeah and if it's not growing it's dying yeah and so um, you know mm. and a part of that is is that we drink our own Kool-Aid so to speak yeah and um and and we believe the lie that mm. we can't do anything and the church is dying. Mm. Instead of saying we have a big God, mm. God can do anything, and we're going to step into whatever God gives yeah, us. Yeah, well, and that that's the missing link. And, you know, just even as we're talking, I feel like this is developing. There's that's the missing link here is that we're looking at our situation, we're looking at our reality, and we're thinking, out because we're a part of the everyday church. You know, our church is timid. Yeah, our church is small. Our church isn't reaching, it's not moving forward, it's dying. And I, and I hear that even as I go to church meetings and I hear other pastors and I, and, I, and I talk with them and I go to bigger state meetings, I'm hearing this decline, 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 negative, 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 what we're not doing. There's not enough talk about who we are mm. because that's not, you know, who we are isn't rooted in, in our reality, it's rooted in who our God is. That's this right. idea that we need to say, well, if we are the church of God, then, then God's desire is for us to reach people. How do we step into that? And you know, our, God's desire is for God to use me spiritually in this world. How can He do that? And I think we've mentioned it before, but I, I want to mention it here again. If you're in deficit, mm. then pray for it. Yeah, yeah. Pray it in. Mm. 
You know, I've, I've got a role in my church that I, I really want to fill at the moment. I think it's going to be a key role. Mm. And I'm just going, God, I need the right person for this role. Mm. They need to be a systems person. They need to be pastoral. Yeah. I don't know who you've got in mind, but I'm praying that they yeah. will come or they will uh, show themselves within the life of the congregation mm. and have a passion for what I believe you want to yeah. do in this area. I don't have them yet. But I'm asking God for them. Yeah. And I think that whether we're a small church or a medium church, we've just got to pray that yeah. God will produce. And mm. as I said, our job is to pray. God's job is to That's answer. It. And we're just going to pray bigger and and mm. um, and realize that our job is first and foremost mm. to be spiritual leaders. Yeah. Powerful word. I'm loving it. This is this is. I'm glad we're back podcasting, man. <laughs> Missed it. I'm. F- Fired up, you know. Wednesday evening. What are we looking at? It's ten past ten, and I'm feeling good. I could start the next day right now. Mm. Who even needs sleep? Let's do it. But it, it's an encouraging time, and I hope for you that you're enjoying this little kind of little pocket of this little season that we're in as a podcast. I feel like it's good content. I can say that because I'm enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying it. And if you're not enjoying it, that's fine. Listen to someone else. But if you are enjoying it. Tune in next week. We're back. We're, we're going to keep going with it. I'd love for you to share it around. I, mm. I know it's it feels a bit weird, but just just do it in a private message. Just kind of send it to someone and say, you know what, you need to hear this. Well, yeah, share yeah. it on Facebook. Share, or- share it. Just get it to people. Email it to them. Rip it. Download it. Put it on a stick. Give it to someone. Whatever you got to do. Get uh, if you think this is valuable and if you think this is helpful, share it with people around you. Share it with your leadership team. Because we're not looking to get famous. I could not be stuffed, really. (laughs) But what we want is to see the pastors and leaders of the everyday church be empowered by what God wants to do in their context, in their towns and in their cities, so that people can be reached with the gospel. And if we can help you on that journey, and and if you think we can help someone else on that journey, then share it around. But until next time, until next week. Until next week. We'll catch you later. We'll catch you later. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Everyday Church podcast, where we seek to be a help to the everyday church. Our show notes can be found at openministries.net, and you can also become interactive by liking the Everyday Church podcast Facebook page. We trust that you've enjoyed today's show.